but yeah, it's the, that's the, just that's that's like, like I like that's... I said, I actually had to physically show Neil the cataract death because I could not believe it when I saw it. I could see being out at night in New York City, but yeah, following someone down, especially if you can't see very well, that sounds brilliant. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like the guy who raised Peter Parker. But that's what happened with uh, with Amazing Spider-Man. There was, like I said, it was just really funny that there were two different versions of the death scene, which is one of the most pivotal scenes. I mean, other than like shooting at different angles, I couldn't see writing it two complete different ways and picking that one way. It's it's actually it's actually funny that they went this way. And uh, joining us is the Chew. Hey. Yeah, the Chew. Uh, do you know about the deleted version of Uncle Ben's death from Amazing Spider-Man? <sighs> Uncle Ben died because he has cataracts. Uh, what? <laughs> Do you to describe the scene? You saw the scene as well. I don't want to describe it again. Ah, uh, I, I, I just heard you tell the cataracts, story. Cataracts, really? What? I, well, the two hasn't he, heard the story yet. Nate. He mis he mistook Joe Chill for Peter Parker and followed him down an alley and got shot. Oh, yeah, because he because he can't see. Oh no, it's Peter. Yeah, now I know what you're talking about, Kitty Hawk. We're like, I'm going to follow this guy down a dark alley. Yeah, wait, wait. I can't see. I'll, I'll follow that person. But, like, at first when he told when he you told me... You know, the me, thing is, I was looking at, at Martin Sheen playing Uncle Ben, I think, you know, he does look like Mr. Magoo. No, I don't see it. <laughs> Mr. Magoo. Oh, that's another show we should review, Neil. Oh, man, Mr. Magoo. I love Mr. Magoo. I used to watch that. Jim Backus. <laughs> oh, Magoo, you've done it again. Yeah, it's... But yeah, thanks, Neil, for telling the story again, and uh, I like your exasperated sigh. Because you just spent the last ten minutes telling Kitty Hawk about it, and then you're like, oh, Chew, have you heard about this? And I'm like, oh, no! <laughs> well, you were oh, able to no! cut it down really short and sweet and funny. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I saw The Hobbit today. Yeah. It's long. Did Did you notice the part where it said directed by Peter Jackson? <laughs> well, there was also some jar jarring in there. Because oh. uh, you remember the brown wizard, right? Radagast? Yeah. Yeah, he they, they made him like really crazy. And Saruman even said he, he had too many mushrooms. Oh, okay. And he rides around in a on a sleigh... Driven by rabbits. Okay. And he's played by Sylvester McCoy. That sounds awesome. The Seventh Doctor. I know. That sounds awesome. Uh, actually, it's there's this whole sequence where he's resurrecting a hedgehog that's kind of weird. Oh, okay. It, it's really... You have to see it to believe it in. But um, aside from being really long, was it pretty good? I would have rather watched Fellowship of the Ring again. Oh. Did you see it in IMAX? In the 48 frames a second, in yeah. full 3D. Yeah. It's post-production 3D, I can tell. Oh. Not good. Oh, well. Well, I'll go and, see uh, it anyway. They also have a retarded dwarf. A retarded dwarf. Because he has a part of an axe still sticking out of his head. Oh, nice. Um... Sounds like this is, like, they've dragged it out way too long. Like, isn't this going to be, like, three movies? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. No. I can understand. Okay, you know, 
Lord of the Rings. It's three books, three movies. There you go. Lord of the Rings. It's it's, it's more like six books, and each book is comprised two of books. two two complete books. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah that that's true. Yeah. And, uh, and the Hobbit was only the size of one of those smaller books. Yeah. 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 The Hobbit's like a pamphlet compared to one of just one of the six chapters of the Lord of the Rings. So so how long how long was the Hobbit? Was it like three hours long? No, it was. Uh, let's see here. It was what was it? It's uh, one hundred and seventy minutes. So almost three hours. Shit. That's just ridiculous. The whole Hobbit story could be told in two and a half, three hours. So it could be told in an eighty-minute cartoon. Oh, wait. The Webcast Beacon Network has been covering and promoting creativity and the creative process since 2007, starting with the Webcomic Beacon, a topical webcomics podcast with a jovial bunch of misfits like your local morning radio show. Also, the Webcomic Beacon Newscast, recaps, reviews, and discussions of community and industry news relative to comic creators, especially of digital distribution. Also, the Tropecast, the ever-tangential discussion of literary and visual Means. And finally, Web Fiction World. Before web comics, there was independent and self-published web-release written fiction and literature. Find this all at webcastbeacon.com. Be sure to grab a master RSS feed or master iTunes feed and not miss a thing. Neil, we still need to do uh, that episode of Lord of the Rings vs. Return of the King. <laughs> that, that's like a cakewalk. I mean, we're just going to be like, okay. Return of the King wins. See you later, folks. Like Ragged Bass or Ralph Bakshi. <laughs> Come on, it'd be fun, Neil. Okay, I gotta say this, though. Both those more animated than the Oh My Goddess TV series, or even those OVAs that are related to the TV series. Mm. My God. We'll get into this, but I watched a lot of it, and I regret it. I love all my goddess, and now I don't like it. What's wrong? All right, well, let's uh, start the show on Ah, oh, My Goddess. All right. Dachu, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Neil, let's you ready? Let's do this. I'm already. Hello, and welcome again to Animation Aficionados. Uh, this is your host, Benjamin, my co-host, TV Spencer Neil. Hey, stupid Rama. Oh, God, no. And joining us is our favorite <laughs> guest, Kitty Hawk. Kitty Sama. And uh, joining us also is the Chew. Uh, I don't have a catchphrase. Hey, <laughs> yo, what's up? All right, and tonight we're talking about Ah, My Goddess, <laughs> a cute little series of yeah. series, and I do mean a series of series, about a, uh, a mechanically inclined loner guy who uh, accidentally dials the wrong number and gets a goddess girlfriend. Excellent. And that's one of the things I have to say I really like about this series is uh, the main character, Keiichi. Yeah. Uh, he's not a total loser. He, no, he's not. He is mechanically inclined. He's part of the mechanic club at, at the college. And uh, <clears throat> just just picture Ben Heckendorn getting a goddess girlfriend and, and, and you're there. Yep. Yeah, he's an everyman, but I mean, he has he gets through college. He gets a job. He has a life. Beyond the crazy stuff that's happening to him, he actually has a life, and he actually has other friends. Yep. So that's nice. <laughs> he has his own friends, his own money, his own credit cards. He's not like Tenchi, who's like, you know, just a loser, lives at home, doesn't have a job. His dad and grandpa or something. Yeah. 
or 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 what's his or uh, what's his name? Ataru. Yeah, from uh, Love Hina. Oh, oh God! No, damn it, Love Hina. I was thinking of uh, Urusei Yatsura. Oh well, oh yeah, <laughs> Ataru. Or he's just polyamorous. He just not that he hates love. He just likes all women. He doesn't want yeah. to be close. He doesn't want to have his options closed off. Yes. But he would like Lom to be okay with it, which she'll never be okay with it. No. Darling! Darling! <laughs> Darling! But, yeah, like I said, the premise is one day he is trying to call someone, and he dials the wrong number and gets the uh, the goddess troubleshooting heaven hotline. And they decide to issue and they decide to issue him a goddess to grant a single wish. And of mm-hmm. course, comes out is a uh, bell dandy, uh, goddess first class, uh, license unlimited. And uh, he says, "Gee, I wish a goddess like you could be my girlfriend," or something like that. The, yep. the, the translations are differ. C- Kitty Hawk, give the translation as you understand it the best. What? Which one? The the uh... the wish. Oh, the wish. Well, the wish is basically, I wish that uh, a goddess like you would stay with me forever. It, it, in some, I think some versions they say a girl, but I think it always is goddess. Like, I wish a goddess like you would stay with us forever. Well, stay with me See, forever. See, he missed out. He, sh- he should have wished for more wishes. Yeah. Uh, was, that, no, that wasn't covered. He thought it was bullshit. Yeah, he, well, he did. He, he was like, oh, my God. He thought that his uh, his superiors were, ca- like, making a joke on him because he was supposed to, like, at least in some interpretation, he was supposed to stay by and watch an apartment or something. And he tried to put her out, and he got Bell Dandy, and he thought that they were messing with him. So he's like, well, I'm just going to make this bullshit wish, and then that's what he got. Well, the yep. funny thing is, uh, oh my god, this is actually based off of a uh, one, like a one-shot joke at the end of a volume of You're Under Arrest. Mm-hmm. Where it, which told basically a similar story. And uh, You're Under Arrest is uh, the uh, mangaka's earlier work. Yep. Which I've never read. It's I've seen some of the anime. I think like I saw like an OVA or something like that. It's your typical like police drama, two cute girls being stupid. Oh, and, yeah, it's 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 like it's really cute, but. Uh, I think I've seen a hentai of this. My friend really liked it, so I watched a chunk of it. But eventually, it got a little too repetitive, and they weren't like, doing enough police business. <laughs> yeah. She's holding a karaoke contest. I wonder if she'll sing well. I'm like, really? Come on. Go bust some heads. <laughs> Every series is like that, though. They start out like, we're working a ramen shop, and by the end, they're, like, on, on the moon or something. <laughs> What's yeah. this with that other police manga with the guy with the really big eyebrow? Oh, oh, that has the longest-ass title, like, something, And there's, something, like, there's also this female box. cop that dresses in a pink uniform. Yep. Uh, it's, like, the longest-running series in Japan. Let me see what that is. It's, like, it's in Shonen Jump, I know that. It's been in there since, I think, the beginning of Shonen Jump. It's still going, it's, right? Yeah, it's still going. It's, like, issue 500. In this one, we try to make money again. <laughs> oh, here it is. Kochira Katsushikaku Kameare Koenai Hashusucho, which means... Paste the text. I can... Yeah, which means, this is the police station in front of Kameare Park in Katsushika Ward. Or Kochikame for short. Okay. Yeah. 
it's um let's see kochira kachikaku kameare koen mai hachishijo you got it yeah much better than me that's one hell of a title yeah wow. <laughs> all i remember I, I is the you... guy has a really big eyebrow Unibrow. yeah yeah and like there's been like 500 600 um episodes of the anime and god knows how many friggin chapters of the comic there's been yeah, but, but back, to, back to the Oh My Goddess, uh, which also which has is, plenty of episodes in anime and manga. Uh, basically, when, uh, you know, basically at first it's kind of wacky adventures and, and mm-hmm. cuteness as Bell Dandy and, and Keiichi live together. And it and then all of a sudden uh, Bell Dandy's uh, older half-sister shows up. Yeah, Mogumi. Yeah. No, Bell Dandy's sister. Oh, Bell, oh yeah, Herb. Yeah, Urge shows up like, and I remember in the manga when they when they translate when Dark Horse was doing the translations, they immediately skipped to that. Like they skipped over a lot of the early issues. Well, that's because so, it's it's Urge. Have you seen Urge? Urge hot. No, no, no. Urge is awesome, <laughs> and I'm actually very happy that like speaking of like the OVA and the T and the TV series, I'm glad that in the OVA the second OVA immediately introduced Urge. Whereas in the TV series, it's like, how many episodes until Bird shows up? It's like ridiculous. Because I was watching the TV series, and my god, it dragged on forever. Like, I... I, Bird's actually an interesting character. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, Bird shows up, like, I think on, in episode 8... And I remember, like, I wondered why I hadn't watched more of the TV series, because I was like, I really like All My Goddess. So I was watching the TV series the past week, and my fucking God, now I remember why I didn't watch this. <laughs> it was, it was like, they stretched out the, the story so much that I just got bored, and I just didn't want to watch it. So with the, uh, with the... Uh... With uh, Erd's appearance, Erd is funny to me because at first Erd was trying to, to seduce Kikichi, yeah. and then she realized, you know what, no, these kids are okay together, and she tries to help yeah. them in her own way. Well, and also another girl came along. To, uh, there was then Sayoko was the was the bad guy for a while. That's which true. is yeah, and then Pjorth shows up eventually. Yeah, but we we are skipping the third sister, the third of the Norns. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Skull, who's there to just be the annoying little sister and... Don't touch my big sister! Blah, 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 blah. Texas Murder Cun! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas Murder was... Of talk block. Uh, but I, yes. I, I love that. The, there was an episode of Oh My God, Fights of Fancy murder. where Bell Dandy and, and Keats are getting close and then... And then... Uh, and then Skull showed up with the... Uh, with this... With this chainsaw that she she says I call the Texas Murder Cun. Yeah, well, it, it it was um that they had their hands stuck together. Yes. Yeah, there was that spell, and like that was Skull's solution. Let's cut their arms off. Well, good job. Yeah. yeah, or something like that. And uh, one of my favorite stories is how they got to live at the shrine. Oh yeah, that's a really good story. Basically, the the Bell Dandy shows up with Gagey. They're looking for a place to live because they got kicked out of the apartment because of something. And uh, 
Well, because like no no girls allowed in the dorm. Yeah, and basically the priest that owns the shrine saw Beldandi and saw her, her holy radiance and decided he has to go on a pilgrimage to mm-hmm. become worthy again. Yep. But this takes but while this like in the manga is like I think only like one issue, this takes forever in uh in the anime. In the T V anime. They they skip that all together in the OVA, the original OVA. Like in the original OVA, they get kicked out. Beldani says, "Go this way," which is what happens in the manga too. And they end up at the shrine, but the shrine is like all in tatters when they show up in the OVA, which works too because you know we got to move the story along. So they skip that whole priest thing, which. If we get if we want to go back go into the OVA like there's a reason like this the shrine is so important in the OVA whereas in the t- in the TV series in the manga it was like oh well we just happen to get come here there's a car alarm yeah. again is anyone running to see if a car is being stolen nope no no one is going to go look but yeah in the OVA like the shrine was actually had a bigger role like than it did like in the TV series in the manga which it was just a place to have the story take place. Like, in the OVA, it was, like, I think where they met together. They met when they were children. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and the, and the OVA I actually like, because it's, like, con- even though it deviates from the uh, the manga, it's it actually short. works. It, yeah, it, 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 it wraps up. And contained and cute. <laughs> yeah. And I remember when I first got it, it was on VHS, expensive as all bullshit. You know, I'm like, oh, I got I've got oh my goddess, and I remember it was a really good series, and the animation quality was really good. It was like that wonderful like mid '90s animation, lots of like you know detail put into the characters. And then I watched the TV, and I've seen the movie too. I'd seen the movie, which is gorgeously animated, has the best side hacking scene that has ever been in a movie ever. With uh, Bell Dandy, nice, nice ass shots, you know, nice, you know, it's very well, it's very well animated, very well animated. And then you see the TV series, and the TV series is like almost clutch cargo level of animation. Whoa. Because I'm going to go there, because like, here's the thing. A lot of scenes don't actually happen on screen, like explosions. Explosions always happen off screen. Um, Like sometimes a character will move. But they, we, we won't show them moving, we just show, like, something else, and then we go back to the characters so that we don't have to show this animation. Or, like, the biggest egregious one was, like, the one where Erd had shrunk down to a child, and they're on the construction site, they're high up, you know, they're crossing across these beams, it's like a, you know, walk of faith. You don't get to see it happen. We see him on one side of the girder, talking about, you know, I am brave and blah, 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 and then immediately he's on the other side of the girder. We didn't get to see him cross it. We just, we're just told he crossed it. So, was Lou Scheimer in Japan around this time? I was, <laughs> I was waiting to make a filmation joke. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, really, this also reminds me of, uh, I did enjoy All oh My Guys Flights of Fancy. Um, <clears throat> what my, my favorite episodes are the one where PR shows up, and also the mm-hmm. one where, uh, where, uh, where, Skull turns into an adult and Erd turns into a child. That that was the OVA. And that was actually, you know, and those are actually really good stories, like in the manga. And they're, they're still really good stories here because they basically follow them 
verbatim. But while watching this, I was like thinking, you know, I wish I could see this animated because there's so many still shots in the indies. Like you start to notice, like there's not really any animation except for them talking or just moving a little bit. There's lots of montages. If I just wanted them to be still, I'd be reading the comic. If I want, and I, I'm watching the animation to watch them move. Yeah, and like the thing is, is like I'm pissed off because. I've already read the manga, and I know what this is. This is just basically a grab at making some money off of me, like, fans like me. And then I get pissed off because I'm like, shit, I just go read the manga. I mean, they, they did change some things, like, especially with the Lord of Terror, um, Lind shows up, which was like, what the fuck, what's Lind doing here? And this is a really, this is really, uh, this is one reason I really don't like the TV series. So Lind shows up because... Lind is a very popular character in the manga at the time that this was airing. So she shows up for the Lord of Terror incident, and then she doesn't do anything. She just stands around and says, I'm going to kill Keiichi, and then she's just, like, they just talk for a while. And you're like, hello? Hello? Where's the action? And there is no action. Lind just stands there. The same thing that happened in the manga happens. It, it, it didn't... It, it, I was really hoping for, like, you know, this little these badass fights, like, maybe they were... The reason that there wasn't a lot of animated stuff in the series was they were saving their money for, like, these epic battles or, you know, spectacular magic displays. But then it never happened. And that really pissed me off, because I was like, damn it! I just want to see some goddesses, like, fighting and, like, casting magic. That's really all I'm here for. <sighs> but, yeah. But, uh, we have to mention, uh... Erd's parentage. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I love Hild. Hild is wonderful. Because apparently the Almighty had a tierce with uh, the Queen of the of the Demons. Yep. Hild yes. is awesome. Who, who often shows up in the series as a little kid because she's at one millionth power. So it's kind of disturbing because she's like a little kid with breasts. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's people yeah. in Japan, you know. Uh, age of consent was very low until very recently, so anyway. Um but yeah, Hild is awesome. I love Hill. But like once again, it's just sort of like also for the amount of breasts I I I've gotta do this. For the amount of breasts that were in this series, there was not one jiggle. Like no gratuitous like jiggle shot or anything like that. Actually Nothing. I mean there was like some hints at it, but it but really was just actually sort of flat. with the with the herd, you know, becoming an adult again, they did show a little jiggle. They did show just a little bit, but it and wasn't when Skull would... became an adult. She there were there was some squeezes, some <clears throat> squeeze squeezage in that scene. But there should have been more because, like in the OVA, I remember there was a little bit more than that, and I'm like, hi. A series from like ten years prior is kicking are you your watching ass. Oh my god, it's for anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. You're you're here for the girls, and if the girls aren't like you know moving, and like, but I know why. It was because it aired on uh, TBS, and TBS is generally kind of more family friendly. Well, so... here's, well, here's here's the big question of uh, of uh, just for our listeners. Who are the Norns? Uh, they are uh, Erd, Verdandi, and uh, Skald. And Verdandi, of course, is Beldandi here because of a 
probably because of Japanese, because Ben Dandy. So, but yeah, they they do, and I mean, I love the story of Oh My Goddess, especially the early stories, but the TV series is just sort of like irritating. And then, like, you get into the late later manga. I don't know if y'all have read any uh, of it. Uh-oh, don't get oh, too yeah. started. Don't get too started. <laughs> okay, okay the... get started. I, I, I got oh, it. Oh, oh. Well, my story with Oh My Goddess is that I have, like, I describe as a Stockholm Syndrome with the series. <laughs> because I, I really liked the... I got my first volume of it when I was in fifth grade. And this oh, series wow. has been running for that long, but it's... For how many years it's been running, it's not actually that long of a series, not mm-hmm. in terms of volume, like compared to what we were mentioning before with the Kochira Katsushikaku, whatever. Um, <laughs> but like it, it's, it, the, I like the art, but the progression of story and events is so slow, and they're not all that engaging. To yeah. like, I, I, I <laughs> it's hard for me to describe why I like. Oh my God, it's, I guess because of the art. But in a lot yeah. of other ways, it's kind of like dropping the ball. And it's it can be funny, and Bell Dandy is as interesting as a cardboard cutout. <laughs> I like Erd. I like Schooled I, or Scald or whatever. I yeah. even I even like Pjorth. All the side yeah. characters have great personalities. But Keiichi, who is pretty good for an everyman, but still an everyman, is in love yeah. with this perfect girl. And it took this guy literally decades to come up with like a bad quality that she had. She Major, she mentally neutered yeah. him. Well, yeah, well uh, I'm oh. building up to this. First of all, with Val Dandy, she doesn't have any bad qualities until years and years and years and years and years, and then he finally gets the idea that oh, she should have like a jealous streak. And yeah. and then, uh, but the anime takes the TV series takes advantage of this by putting that like near the beginning, so it doesn't seem like it takes this guy 15 years to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, they did do a lot of that. But mostly I like Oh My Goddess for the art and because it can actually legitimately be funny. Like there's a scene in the manga where there's you see a, um, a great out-of-context panel where um, a girl in a maid outfit and a cat are doing like ninja kicks at each other. <laughs> and it, it was like, okay, this is worth it. But yeah. yes, like Ben said, Beldandy or Heaven or both of them mentally neutered Keiji so he wouldn't have like lust for Beldandy. Yes, and that's yes, like six yes. kinds of fucked up. I know, whatever. This is gross now. Like, this was kind of cute and kind of elementary school romance. Like, this is kind of dumb, but, you know, this is cute. And then yeah. it went straight into, oh, my God. That, oh, my goddess. Scene. Oh, my sex goddess, scene. you fucked up. There was a sex scene in the latest chapters. They finally, and I'm like, you, what the fuck? Like, it took you this long, and then you say he's, like, brainwashed, and... It really feels like he's about to end it, which I'm actually kind of happy for, because, like, I've been reading since, like, chapter, like, 250, I think, was when I started back up again. And it's just been confusing fight after confusing fight for a while. And now they finally let up to this. And I'm just ready for the... I mean, I love All My Goddess. There were some really good things in it, but I'm actually glad that this is ending, because... I don't see what else he can do with this. It's time for intermission, boys and girls. Movie Week in Review is the GeekCast Radio Network's weekly movie podcast. Steve and Mike take a look back on their favorite films and give you their thoughts. They also bring in co-hosts at times. 
If you are a movie buff, listen to M-Wire only on GeekCastRadio.com. Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Mike. I'm Chuck. And I'm Justin. Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one and longest-running G.I. Joe podcast, What's on Joe Mind? It's Joe news, reviews, and interviews like you've never heard them before, delivered right to your MP3 player. Our guests include Jason Marsden, Kevin Michael Richardson, and Matt Yang King from G.I. Joe Renegades, Larry Hama, Robert Atkins, and John Barber from IDW Publishing, and many more from around the online Joe community. Yeah, it's guys talking about joe think of it as joe talk meets sports talk and we make fun of chuck right and we hey again come on chuck we're just kidding kinda sometimes chuck makes fun of himself right and we okay seriously this is just getting ridiculous now it's what's on joe mind every week on the GeekCast radio network inside pulse.com stitcher smart radio and itunes download and listen today i suppose i still can't say something about transformers can i come Good. on man. no what about sports? That sounds yeah, good. Yeah, that's all right. Grab your helmets because it's time to assemble Mask. The GeekCast Radio Network has launched Mask Mayhem with your hosts Optimus Solo and TFG and Mike. This podcast covering all 75 episodes of Mask will feature in-depth analysis of every episode, talk on the toys, and more. Mask Mayhem will run 30 podcast episodes. You can find us in iTunes and on www.geekcastradio.com. Get your spectrums ready as podcasting is the ultimate weapon. And now, back to the show. I made a joke for years that um like i know how this is going to end it's going to be very docile and like aichi and Beldandy will look at a sunset and be like yeah you know like let's live on our lives doing whatever and there's like no closure or anything and it just ends yeah but then he goes and does this and now like, i really i really wish that my joke was true because then it wouldn't have this sick psychological shit where well, this 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 whole they lived another life bullshit is just sort of like Okay, um, that's cool. I thought, like, Veldandi is, like, the daughter of the Almighty, like, one of the important ones. And also, like, she said... I know that part. Okay, so... Okay, so here's what's happening recently. So, Veldandi has, on multiple occasions, mentioned that she's very old, or, like, remembers events from very long ago. However, in the latest chapters... Somewhere, probably in Ireland, there was like a goddess who lived under the water, who falls in love with a uh, with this like troubadour. This, this and uh, harp yeah, I, saw that. I, I saw that. Yeah. But they, like the way that they're trying to portray this is is like this was a former life of theirs. Oh, and I, and I'm like maybe fuck? this maybe this is a mistranslation. I've seen two different translations of this, and both of them basically come to this. Maybe this was our previous life conclusion. And I'm like, wait, what? Okay, so Bell Dandy talks about shit that happened 2,000 years ago, and she remembers it. And now you're putting in this thing about this goddess who probably lives sometime around, I don't know, probably anywhere from 500 to 1000 AD. And she was chained to a rock. No, this, no. This does not work. I hope what it ends up being is, is like, it's like, oh, well, this is just something to, like, an emotional challenge for you guys to go through. Otherwise, I'm going to be like, ah, you fucking, you, you, you did it again. You contradicted yourself because the series is now almost 300 issues long. You maniacs. You blew it all up. And also, at least, at least the style looks good again because there was this, like, brief period where the art got kind of 
bug like you know what i'm talking about like the eyes got really really big and the mouths <laughs> got really really small and they started looking like bug people i think i know what you're talking about yeah. actually yeah, like, actually oh my god this is a great study in how manga art uh yes, trans it, went because it's okay. like there's actually a really good picture that shows how bell dandy's design changed in the last decades yeah i've seen i've seen that one before like you can like the first art is um like i guess okay uh, and, a historical curiosity yeah it's a histor <laughs> that's like, that's okay, probably the okay. best way to put it with that mouth way up there it was just like uh and then his art got really good and it got really really good and it got beautiful and then there was this period at which he did bug-eyed people it was all bug-eyed people and now he's gotten back into a better style recently. Like, the latest chapters seem to be getting better. There's better art. I don't know what was going on. Maybe he was letting more assistants do the art or something like that. I have no idea. I know that he's been doing a lot of character design work, especially, like, for the Tales series. So yeah, maybe he is letting the assistants, like, okay, y'all take care of the comic. I'm gone. Bye. I don't know what to do. <laughs> What do we do? Um, oh man! I, I found I know. found the art evolution picture. Oh, okay. okay, show this. I, I didn't realize that. I, I mean, I saw that part where there's the troubadour and the goddess, and I thought they were just viewing people from the past. I didn't realize that that was supposed to be them because that's really gross and stupid. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> like, it's, oh, it's, not, it's not that part's not gross. It's just dumb because of what you said before. But I thought Bell Dandy was pretty much a constant for two thousand plus years, and now. You're telling me that she like reincarnated? What the heck happened? Oh, number I, I know. three, you can really see that this guy really was the student of the Golden Boy guy. Oh yeah, he definitely oh, yeah. is. You can tell. And the, yeah. I wish number I wish three this just totally sells it. I wish this evolution yeah. continued because it gets even weirder after uh, panel five. You get into the bug-eyed people, and then... well, number one looks pr plenty bug-eyed to me. I know, but like yeah, he he could have stayed with number three, and I would have been just fine. Yeah, well, I think let's see, which one do I like? I like of his styles. I probably like number. I like number four. I like number five, and there's a part of me that likes number two just because it reminds me of that period of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the first one is the only one I'm like, ugh. But the other ones I'd be okay with. Yeah, the, um, but, the uh, bug eye. It's it's I don't know. It's now. Keiichi and Bell Dandy's relationship is very disturbing to me. <laughs> yeah. It never was before. It was well, like, yeah, like... holding hands, sure, whatever, cute. And now it's like, that's really sick and wrong, and Keiichi doesn't mind this? That he... Wait, no. And then not only that, not only does he not mind that Bell Dandy, like, either mess with her head, his head herself, or consented to messing with his head. Yeah. Um, they... I don't know if they took the idea, or... Or what? But they're doing the same exact thing that was in the movie, which was really strange to me. Like, here's this gate from the the Oh My Goddess movie. Oh My Goddess, the Oh My Goddess movie. Mm -hmm. like, Wait, really? It it after all this time, you're just using this other idea that you had this idea before, but you never had the opportunity to use it until now. Or yeah, I was like confused by that too. Like when I saw the gate, I was like, Wait, why is the there's gate here? Yeah. Uh, it just, the, it, the series has just gotten to the point where it's, it, it, yeah, I, it really feels like he's ending it. Cause like, I, I think he's out of ideas. Cause like the recent one where they were like trapped in a room or something 
and they were trying to get out, and then like Erd, power explosion is that? Or... Yeah, and then Erd Erd had Erd had to become a demon or something. I, I was <laughs> I'm just like holding my head, and I'm just like what? And then we get back like oh just. Oh, and then this morning I watched the 2011 OVA, and it had even worse animation than the rest of the TV series. Because what, there was actually, so they're in the park, they're, like, at the amusement park, and we're going to show them having fun. How are we going to show them having fun? Still shots. Of course. Like, still shots of all the rides. That's what hentai does. There's no but. Well, it, but it, at least in hentai, they save their money for the sex shots. Here, I don't know what they were saving their money for because I don't recall any like badass thing that happened in this OVA. Because it just. I mean, I I, the, I remember. I don't remember what the name of the series was, but it was like about exorcists and stuff. And they did like like there was like twenty five minutes of them showing. Uh, Bible showing black. like uh, like still shots of people having fun at a carnival, and then there yeah, was five yeah, minutes yeah. of of they were they weren't showing sex either. What they were basically showing was they were showing like uh, like uh, things from was... the ocean, oh, vaguely never... looking like sex. Like uh, there was like a sea anemone and a, <laughs> and an eel, and I'm like, so this is how you get around doing the uh, the mosaic thing, really? Yep. This so this was like soft core. I don't know what it was. I, I, it was a weird experience. I, I can't describe it further than that. But, it's just. But at least they showed. Se- yeah. But <laughs> I mean, you've seen this kind of thing before, Kitty Hawking. No, no. I, I mean, but but what I'm trying to point out is, is like at least in hentai, there's like a payoff. At least there's like, okay, we have some bad animation, and then we get sex that's well animated. At least well, kind of well animated. Um. Yeah. It's it is animated. Whereas here, it's like. Like, in the second OVA, the 2011 OVA, where the two twins show up, um, and they're shell hunting. Like, I appreciate that all the girls are in, you know, in these bathing suits fighting monsters on the beach, except that I don't get any boob jiggle. I don't get any spectacular ass shots. I don't get really any action, except for, like, the twins do this, like, dual attack, and we get to see it, like, a couple more times because they reuse the animation and the most the the money shot of the whole thing was Keiichi spitting a bunch of cool mints into a um into a coke to create a cola spray to defeat the sh- the shell king which is gets drunk off of cola okay and yeah that's the money shot that's the spectacular uh climax of this OVA is Keiichi spraying cola on a big crustacean. Well, it's a big world. Maybe somebody gets off in that. Yeah. Well, Bill Dandy does get drunk, so... That actually reminds me of something. The, just just the phrase money shot reminds me of a story I, I have to tell you now. Okay, okay. I've, I've done the advertisement work for some very high-end hotels. There's this one hotel. Hmm. I forgot where it is. I think it's in Florida. That has this interesting... Uh, Massage treatment. <laughs> Imagine a bed marks? suspended by chains. Yeah. Around a steel cage that has speakers pointing it point every direction towards the bed. It's called yeah. a bed tar. When I was going through the 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 assets the hotel sent, that was one of the pictures. 
my boss walked in when he saw the picture he's like what the hell kind of stuff are you looking at but i'm like i'm doing work this is what they sent me <laughs> I, had to, I, had to, I had to prove it too because it was a bed in a steel cage suspended by chains <laughs> surrounded by speakers all right that's <laughs> apparently what? it uses sound waves to do things to you oh it's part of that whole movement okay. where they believe sound waves can like yeah is it supposed to be like guitar bed tar like y yeah oh yeah i'm looking for a picture of this thing online but i've seen a bed suspended by chain but speakers is a new one yeah it was uh that's interesting okay I, I think i found the hotel well i mean i've seen you know love hotels have some crazy ass things in them i get and, go ahead no, oh go it's ahead. been bought by marriott they, they got rid of it oh <laughs> i bet they did those those <laughs> well marriott wouldn't be associated with that uh no they would not they uh they they have problems with prudishness they're they're just yeah they don't like that sort of thing Anyway, there's all the weird. Oh, sorry, I was going to go on about oh my goddess, but uh, yeah, hmm. but uh, with all the weird shit that he's cramming into these last chapters, it kind of makes you glad that he's ending it because how much worse could it get? I, I'm just sort of like, okay, so I I guess like this could explain why Keiichi has been like celibate. It was also the... very odd that like in in this finale that he seems to be rushing if it really is a finale that bell dandy and scold's mom finally shows up and she barely barely gets any screen time i know she just sort of jumps in hey i'm your mom and then it's like oh go through this movie gate and then shoves him through and then wait that's it we that was yeah. that was the ending to the aqua teen movie <laughs> no it really was but yeah yeah it, yeah but here it's like irritating because it's like You've always wondered who Scold and Bell Dandy's mom is, because you know you know who Erd's mom is, and here she is. I think her name is Ansaz, Ansaz or something like that, and you don't get to see her. Like also the 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 scale was also kind of fucked up in that that uh, that scene too, because Scold is shown being extremely short, like like almost like Ansaz is like a. Um, like a freaking giant, but then when she's like right up against Bell Dandy and Erd, she's like normal sized. So, yeah, that, that there's some other there's some problems in the manga, I guess now with like quality, just because I think he's trying to hurry this up. Ending it on three hundred, ending it on three hundred would really be a good thing to do, because like it's a nice round number. It'll probably be the end of a volume. It's just odd to me. Like, is it in? Is he losing money or something? Why would it be drawn out for so long and then suddenly he feels he needs to rush the ending? Is he under some sort of pressure? He might actually be. I think he actually he makes so much more money on doing character designs now. It might be like a Toriyama in that he's probably been pressured by his editor to keep doing this, kind of like in the sense like Dragon Ball, and now he's just basically like, no, I make more money doing this other thing. I'm going away. Because, like, Akira Toriyama, once he realized... Yeah, that makes sense. But why didn't he use my ending of them looking at the sunset instead of making Bell Dandy a mind rapist? What the hell? <laughs> I'm, I'm racking well, my... Br I've well, been I, racking well, my brain about I think the Ranma ending is infamous, even in Japan. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess but, so. he, but here, But here, <laughs> what you... Yeah, they could have kissed. <laughs> well, what could honestly happen here? Even that would have been better. 
Okay, what could have happened here is, is we could have had something other than the, the crazy, he's been mind-controlled ending, and we could have done something along the lines of they have this epic battle, like, they show that they, they have love for one another for one last time, you know, because they've done this so many times, and then at the end, they just get married, well, you know? the thing is, I wouldn't say he's been mind-controlled. I would say he he suffered from chemical castration. The same, but that's the same, like, it's still sort of yucky. I don't know if I could be with someone after, like, hearing that. Because I'd be like, yeah. okay, you have been chemically castrating me for years. You stupid I don't stupid even know if this works couple. anymore. Yeah, this is like, it's, it's a serious violation of trust, and it's super sick. And yeah. really, it, it reeks of, like, midichlorian stuff to me. Yeah, it, it just, well, it's the only way like, you could have explained uh, let me ex- it. Sorry, let me explain what I mean by midichlorians. No, no, no. Is that there's this magic thing in Star Wars that wasn't explained, the Force. Yeah. And it was just a Zen religion, whatever magic force that people had. And then somebody thought it would be a great idea to try to explain it. And then by doing it, they ruined it completely. So here he decides to explain why Keiichi and Beldandi's relationship <coughs> stays very platonic. And he didn't need to. And then he did, and now it's really gross and ruined. Well, well it's, it's just uh, that Number he, one, the reason why Midichlorians were introduced was just so uh, Obi-Wan could say, it's over 9,000! Oh. No, he doesn't but, show any emotion, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like, I think, honestly, this, smack, this smacks of just, like, shock ending. I think, honestly, he's, he wants to explain why it was, why it's been this way, and this is the only, I guess the only way he could explain it, except that this just now makes this, like you said, makes the series kind of creepy. But we'll see where he goes with this, because... I mean, if he doesn't end it after this, I have no freaking clue what storyline he could do after this. Because, like, he could do Ragnarok, but I don't think I would care anymore, because now it's like, oh, well, Keiichi was mind-controlled or chemically castrated or something like that. I don't fucking care anymore, because now this has gotten into sick territory. Kind of like uh, Umi no Masaki with the, with the twist with the little girl. Actually, Umi no was... Masaki got worse. Yeah, like that. That it got worse yeah, than that, Kitty Hawk. No, no, I've been reading. I've been reading. Don't you, don't you doubt for a minute. I have been reading. It's been getting. I know weird. what's going to happen too. They don't even have to tell me. I could, I could tell as soon as they start. As soon as they start talking about the festival, I'm like, oh, oh my god, that's what they're going to do. They're, they're uh, going to, they're going to kill him. Yeah, they're going to kill him. It's going to be funny. It's going to be great. I, I'm just like, a lot of series have been doing this lately. I think it's just basically readership or something like that. But in, and I think in 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 Fujishima's uh case, I think it's just he's done, he's tired, he wants to go home, he doesn't want to do this anymore. And I don't blame him. He's been doing how how long has Oh my God has been running for anyway? It's like Yeah, like eighty nine I think is like how long this has been running and it's just it's it's time. It's time nineteen eighty eight. So when I was living in Japan was when this started. And that was a very long time ago. That was before that was before the lost generation. Yep, before 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 the bubble. He wants to end it and I and I'm glad because if he's just whatever because it's been yep. going on for so long and I I don't know. I just can't over that he wanted to do the shock ending. He just chose something very bad. I know, but it, I think he just, I think he's just so tired of this. He just said, 
I'm going to explain why there hasn't been any sex. I'm going to end this. It's over. And I think, honestly, the ending is going to be very disappointing, and and I'm not going to be very happy with it. And I'm just going to think of the OVA ending. There we go. Yeah. Very yeah. good, very good. And like In I the said... End, we just disown everything and just say, OVA, that's it. There's nothing, yeah, else. There's nothing else. I like Flights of Fancy There's because the, pay, no, 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 because no, 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 no. There's, there is there is side hacking. The movie happened so that side hacking happened. And I also side I also like the bagpipes. Bat, well, bagpipes, but they don't beat the Escaflowne bagpipes. I'm sorry, that has like marching sounds, just epicness. These are okay bagpipes. And and Bell Dandy was holding a bagpipe. Yes, there we go. Is. Yeah, even though she's not really playing it. But anyway. So, so yeah, I, uh, so there, but there are also lots of wacky episodes. Like there's one where Bell Dandy accidentally got a, a, a demon's license. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a, like I said, there's a lot of fun in this series, and I'm the TV series follows like the best parts of the series, which is the early parts. It's just it really pissed. Like I said, like I just felt the entire time like why am I not reading the manga while I was watching the TV series, and then I ended up watching the the original OVAs again. And I was like, I, at first I thought, maybe I just imagined these were better animated. And no, watching them, no, they are better animated. It was like, they put love into it. But it was like this period of time in the mid-2000s, I've got to say, like, the animation quality, like, dropped on a lot of series. And I think what it is is that this was, like, about the time that, like, computers became more prevalent in anime. And so this led them to be a little bit more lazy. Like, they didn't care as much. Because I remember reading, like, like so let's say a, an anime had a budget of, like, it's probably, like, a lot less than it really is, but $200,000 when they were doing traditional animation. Well, as soon as computer animation happened, at the beginning, they had the same budget as 200000 But then when the uh, the heads figured out that they were able to do double the work with the computers, they cut their budgets by half on a lot of animation just because they were like, well, now the computer can do most of the work, so we're just going to cut your budget. I blame Golden Boy for that. It just really irritates uh, me. Neil I... gets the joke. Yeah. Because yeah. the last episode, Golden Boy has has uh, Kintaro making a call to a computer firm saying, can your computers do animation? <laughs> Well, that was just a straight-up lie. I mean, the type of animation that they did is not computer animation. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> but that perpetuated the myth, Neil. Yeah. yeah. But a here it's just things, but yeah. here it's just like, this is obviously lazy mid-2000s. We got computers. Oh, we haven't even talked about Mini Goddess yet. Oh, my God. I've watched that, and that is um, not even adorable. It's sort Basically, of Bell Dandy shrinks herself down and has adventures with a rat. Charlie Sheen, Ben Vereen, shrink to the size of a lima bean. Yep, there's a little rat. Um, then there's, uh, and like all the little goddesses are tiny and they have adventures in the house. It's so cute. No, it isn't. Well, it's, it's actually a lot like Hamtaro, but bad. Yeah. Uh, uh. It's, it, Gonch, Gonchon is the name of the rat. And this was originally like like a little four coma in uh, one of the Mac volumes, and then someone had the brilliant idea: let's turn this into a series. They were like, 
I think they were only like 10 minutes long, each one. This was like during that, that period of time when many, when many shows were popular. This is sort of, this is sort of like the Lotos TV series having the, uh, Lotos Island. Yeah. Except those were cute. Yeah. And here it's just sort of, uh... It's bewildering. Like, I don't think I've ever seen the animation because I read the four coma and they weren't funny or cute or anything. It was just like the, the most of a gag they would have is gone. The rat gets hurt. Like, oh, and it's very funny. And they were <laughs> able to stretch this for 48 episodes. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh. Now, grant, granted, they are like, you know, I think max like 10 minutes. But yes, there are 48 fucking episodes of this. It's just, what the fuck? But it was like I said, during that time when everyone had a mini comic and just, oh my god, this is like, it, just reading over all this just reminds me just how long this series has been going and like, and I actually did have, like, last year, um, I was, like, reading some manga, and I came across, like, the new issue of Oh My Goddess had just gotten posted, and I was like, that's still going? I'm like that with Hajime no Ippo. Yeah, that that one, too. It's like, That one surpassed going? a thousand. Well, I mean, it, some series can keep going just because, like, I can see with Hajime no Ippo because, like, there's always new boxing stories that you could base, you know, a story Next on. Next week, an ear is bitten off. Yeah, yeah, an ear is bitten off, or somebody gets caught with drugs, or something like that. But with the mini goddesses, like, I think he's actually gone through the majority of the Norse mythology. Well, I see it like this. It's 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 like, you know, you go to a restaurant that's trying to keep up, it's like, you know... Yeah. You know, you know, now they have ratatouille. And then five years later, they have a, you know, now they have a baked potato. And then five years later, they have it parsley on everything. It, I think yep. that's what All My Goddess is like because, you know, it, it did a four coma for a while. It did yep. this for a while. It did that for a while. It's like trying to, it's showing the latest trends. It's, it's the Madonna of manga. Always reinventing itself. And now is very old and needs to retire. Now it has a British accent and... Yeah, and now and now probably should get off the stage. Now it has a British accent and dresses in Nazi uniform during a concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, versus, it's, it's... versus uh, with a black Jesus in front of burning crosses. Yeah, so I say like this series is 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 like one of my beloved series from my when I was like in middle school and high school. So, you know, I have a special part place in my heart for it. And I will say it also like, you know, kept my interest in Norse gods. So I kind of have to give it some thanks there. Uh, Fair enough. Fair enough. So overall, I'm getting the message of recommend the movie, recommend the OVA and mm. some parts of flights of fancy. At least I will. And uh, is that the consensus guys? Yeah. Yeah. If somebody were like, oh, I've heard of Oh My Goddess, what is it? And I'd just be like, you watch the OVA, and yep. if that's where you want to stop, then good for you. <laughs> yeah, if you want to go any <laughs> further, it's, it's there's... It's strange because Oh My Goddess has been such a staple of my life since elementary school. Mm-hmm. That's not even an exaggeration. Since elementary school. Yeah. And it's gone on for this long, and it's very slow. 
And now it's finally ending, and apparently the creator is crazy. So yeah, he's just gone completely nuts. Bittersweet. Though. It's bittersweet. So that's that's our recommendation: OVA movie and possibly flights of fancy. Read, watch the OVA. Read the manga. This year's Ben with TV's Mr. Neil, Kitty Hawk of Sparkling Generation, Valkyrie Yuki, SGBY.com. Sexy fun. You'll love it. <laughs> and Chew of Slightly Damned at SDAM.com. And we're saying goodnight. Goodbye. going on about on twitter now he's doing a fifth anniversary episode of his show fifth and he's worried that the show the fifth anniversary might be two and a half hours long and he says that's gonna be too long and he's gonna have to oh no it's one show why, uh, why it, is he why is he worried about that and if he has to he can break it watch. Up. well he can break it up into two parts if he really needs to i mean there's nothing wrong with doing that but people have data plans what? What? Really? Are you going to that to me? You, can you pull? Are you uh, really pulling out data plans? He, I was. We were arguing over the length of a show, and I'm just like, you know, it, it was an episode that was only like 90 minutes long. He's like, he's like, it needs to be shorter. I'm like, what? What's the what's the problem? Because part of it was the file size, and I'm like. Oh. I'm like, you know, there are podcasts that are bigger than ours. There are podcasts that are longer than ours. Generally, um, generally, y'all get it like pretty small, though. Yeah, like, uh, actually, actually, the the quality of audio we have with the size of the file is it it's actually impressive. I don't know how Neil does it. What, what, what's the average? Well, the thing, what's the average? What I do say? is, I know some our some of our audio is kind of hissy, and that's mm. there's nothing I can really do about that. But the the main thing I try to do is make sure that there's no clipping. And right. sometimes I don't always catch them all, but uh, that's why they always sound fairly decent. Whereas you listen to other podcasts, and I swear, like, 75% of podcasts, they don't understand that. And that's why they all sound like, <laughs> whenever somebody starts talking too loud. Oh, my God, y'all. I never noticed the picture that you had in, uh, for Totally Off Topic. <laughs> what, I don't even remember what I picked. What it was. It was a little baby screaming at a Barack Obama mask. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I what happened is I was just like, oh, what do I use for the picture? And then I, I Google searched 
off topic. And for some reason, <laughs> that was one of the first picks. And I was um, like, okay. That, that's very <laughs> off topic. I love it. It's but uh, because it's a non sequitur. Yeah. yeah, it is a non sequitur. But so he was compl- so he was complaining about the size of the files and like people's like people having like we've like never had complaints plans? from our no. listeners. Uh, Fess is the only one who complains, and Fess says Fess said to Neil when Neil says says we aren't even the largest, and Fess is like people have data plans. Like okay, like okay, so the average data plan is probably like what, like a gig per month, or maybe like two gigs per month. Yeah. I think, like, uh, they can listen to podcasts, especially since you'll probably be in a place with Wi-Fi at some point. Well, you download it, and then you play it when you're yeah. in a drive, because you're not, like, streaming it when you're driving. You're downloading it already. Well, yeah. I mean, you can play I, I them understand. on the go. You know, like, I can play y'all's on the go, because, like, you know, it just opens up. But even then, I wouldn't be worried about my data plan. Like, I get, like, a gig and a half per month. And I've never gone over that, so I don't know what his what his complaint is. I mean, that's well, like, basically, we're wrong and he's right. Okay, I, okay, I'll I'll concede that. Because because uh, Neil and I went into podcasting at least three years after he had. So okay, so he's so basically from, he's from he has more days. experience and he feels he has to. That's like me back. That's like me back in the day. I had to. I had to worry about like file sizes for my comic, um, like back when dial-up was more prevalent. But like nowadays, I don't even really think about it because shit. No one. No one cares. Everyone's got broadband. I save mine as pings. I just save mine as, as pings. I don't even mess with the the, the the quality thing of JPEGs anymore because even at 100%, yeah. if you have like a big red swatch, it's going to do yeah. some artifacting. So I'm like ping, 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 ping. Well, I don't I don't use a tw- like a PNG 24 all the time just because those can be ridiculously huge. You know, I might just use like a JPEG at maximum or like at 80%. But I'm not like what I used to have to do was like save them as GIFs, 8-bit GIFs, and then like keep trying to compress the number of like colors. Colors, yeah. Like I was using grayscale, but even then, constricting the amount of gray grays that I was using so that I could get it to a certain size. But like this was like shit, like 10 years ago was the last time I thought about that, so I don't know. I remember people complaining that it was too hard to get through the archives because I had to lower the image quality of the comics. Yeah. yeah. And now I don't get that complaint at all, no. so I realize now that, you know, nine years later, everyone has better internet than they did yeah. before. Yeah, that's I know, definitely it's, it's true. Awful. Like I said, it's just but, funny because the thing is, your characters have lots of red in them when you do color pages, Kitty Hawk, and that's mm-hmm. that's one of the that's one of the biggest problems I see is you know yeah when you're trying to compress red red it artifacts like crazy. Oh yeah, and like that's why I and all but like the thing is is like like I said, no one's complained about it. Thank God, because now I can do full color. Because that's the reason my that's the reason the first chapter of Yuki is mostly in black and white is because that was during the days of dial-up. And then after that, like, I realized more people have broadband now. Screw people with dial-up. Yeah, like, I'm looking at the first page, and the 
you did a pretty good job cleaning up that red, but there is a little bit yeah. of artifacting. And, and like, the thing is, is unfortunate, the... unfortunately, I don't have better quality versions of the first chapter, because that was also oh. very stupid back then, and didn't save it at a high quality. So I'm probably going to just redo that chapter at some point. I'm not no, going to do the... don't. It has charm. No, I'm going to have both of them. It's just I want one that I can print and take to conventions. Ah. Like, it's a, like a mini-comic, like... Here's the introduction to Sparkling Generation Valkyrie Yuki, the first chapter. Oh, so, yeah, his books yeah. were much smaller back then. Exactly, yeah. I've, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oops have gotten progressively... Well, maybe it's because he's growing into them or something. You know, they're growing <laughs> in. Boobs, boobs take time. They're like, you know, good wine. Just don't let it go too long. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a good stance, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I'm just... Yeah. And uh, by the way, we're not doing an anniversary special this year again because Aww. last year's was a little self-indulgent. Yeah, but oh, this okay. year's is. But uh, we did get lots of recommendations uh, on Suggest a Show lately. Uh huh. What, oh, did we? Get? I wasn't even looking at that. Um, someone wants us to do uh, Gurren Login with <gasps> Kenny. Gurren Login, fucking shit. Someone if wants us to a... do Tiger and Bunny. If you do, if you do Gurren Lagann, I have to be on Gurren Lagann. And someone okay. wants us to do Transformers Prime, where Unicron is a rock lord. <laughs> Powerful uh, living rocks. If he had room, I could definitely do Tiger and Bunny and Gurren Lagann. I've seen both of them. So. I've never seen I haven't Tiger seen, and Bunny. I've never seen Tiger, Tiger and Bunny. Now, I've done a lot of porn of Tiger and Bunny, but I have not <laughs> seen Tiger and Bunny. There's a reason. That they they play up the cheesecake a lot between those yeah. two in this, in this I, series. I, like, I, really, it's completely shameless. It's amusing. Yeah, that, that's what it, that's the sense I get from it, because like, I, I get commissions and I'd be like, Okay, I need some reference. Oh, wow, like, lots of nice reference. Thank you, Google. <laughs> Which, by the way, um, American Google is now um, doing something where they're looking for flesh Have you, uh, when you do image search. Like, they're trying to limit the number of porn uh, images that come up, even when you have the safe filter off. Oh. Yeah, I I was reading up on this, and I was like, immediately went to my my computer, like, no, say it isn't so. But they're not doing it here in Australia, so. Well, well, Google did say if you really want to look for porn, you will find it. Yeah, but still, like, I'm sorry, like, if I turn my safe filter off, I mean, I mean for my safe filter to be off. This is the oh my god, I'm I'm looking at different. I was looking up Man of Steel just to see how that's that shit is going. You know, I found that, the... that was that was a that was a shock cut with the maybe, right? Yeah, I know it is, but still, that's not that's not. I, I, I went to a message. I went to a message board where people were like bitching about. It. I'm like, you do know that's a shock cut, right? And they're like, well, why would they do that? And I said, dot 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 to get people talking. Except that that now makes me say, no way am I going to the theater to see this? Fuck you, film. Mimi Adams as Lois Lane? Yeah, I know. Look at that face. That That's is, not a Lois. That is not... Okay, so they thought they were going to choose Mila Kunis. Who? Uh, Meg from uh, Family Guy. Yeah, Meg Griffin. Yeah. Who, Which you Meg? Know, I could they went through like three of them. No, there's been two Megs. This is cute, the, the, this is no, cute Meg. Yeah. 
Actually, Tara Strong was Meg briefly. Yeah, but Mila is like... And Olivia Wilde was the other children. Oh, God, no. Not Olivia Wilde. No. Ugh. I have a short list, and none of them are on it. Yeah, Olivia Wilde, maybe, but not, I don't think so. Um, Mila Kunis, I could see it. She's a, she can act like a bitch. Find someone that's like a young Dana Delaney, and you got it. Yeah. I'm sure there are plenty of girls out there who can act like a total bitch. Or make a and... movie about Superman where Superman's already established that we can use Dana Delaney. Hmm. General Zod. <laughs> Oh, they're gonna do it. They're gonna do the Well, they, That's totally wrong because they should have cast Neil in the first movie. <laughs> uh, ha, ha, ha. I'm not even going to say the joke. No. <laughs> Why don't they just do Brainiac? No, because that's most hard. versions of Brainiac are not going to be what Bruce Tim did. They're, they're, they don't want to do well because honestly, because they just want to cash in. I can totally see a really cool Brainiac, or maybe even, uh, you know, Metallo would be a good villain. Yeah, Metallo could work. Because it would it would play on the, the whole, uh, you know, Metallo played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, and, you know, then, then James Cameron shows up with a lawsuit. I know. Let's do Apocalypse. <laughs> Let's just do it. No, that's for the, that's for the Justice League movie. They already revealed which comic book arc they're going to base the movie off of, and it's one I know. It's a, it's a good dark side story, but I can't believe they they've announced it this early. I think it's which because one? they're scared. Once uh, once Thanos showed up at the end of Avengers, like holy shit! Yeah, well, which storyline are they doing? With, let with, me uh, let me find it again. My I can get, cite the actual issue number in a second. Dark side. Okay, uh, they're using uh, the Jerry Conway and George Perez story, uh, Justice League of America, number 183 to 185. Mm. It's the one where Darkseid is using an interplanetary switcher to switch uh, Earth and Apocalypse's uh, position in space. Okay. Mm. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued. It was a good comic story, but I, th I think that that would be playing the stakes up way too high too fast. And especially since they still have Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern, that's not going to work. Yeah, that is not going to work. Sorry, that guy That guy seriously needs to get back to playing uh, Deadpool. If the, if the funny thing is this. I can just imagine if they keep this guy as Superman, and I think he can actually do a good Superman if he has a good script. Yeah. And they have, and they have, and, and the, the rule, r rumors of, of uh, uh, Christian Pale back as Batman, they're rumors right now. But if that's true. I can picture those two together, and then here's here's wacky, uh... wacky, wacky Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's it's like you know, that's not gonna work. It is not. I do not like him as Green Lantern. I'm sorry. It's just Sam. I am. No. Just, no, no, no. This is not gonna work, DC. You need this you is... needed to hire like the best directors. I mean, you had Joss Whedon. <laughs> On contract, and he let it slip through your fingers. He was going to do Wonder well, Woman for crying out loud. What happened? You also have some of the best writers, like, out there. You could get they them fired to... Gail Simone. I... Yeah, yay. And uh, she was interviewed about it, and they said, what's the matter? Did they not... Did they Did they ask you to put a woman in a refrigerator? And she says, funny you used to say that. No! Oh. Damn. So, so they hot fired, like, 
how many women writers do they have left now? Uh, anyway. <laughs> the funny thing is Aquaman was created by a woman. Yeah. I mean, and then Wonder Woman was co-created by a woman. And created by a kinky fellow that invented the lie detector. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wonder Woman's original but, weakness is if you bound her both, both of her her uh, arms together, she's powerless. Yep, yep, I know that. <laughs> and they had to change that. Because <laughs> they didn't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> okay, so I, I this Justice League movie better totally rock, even though it's... Well, who's the director? They, did they... I don't think they've really announced one. Well, who, who can they get? Who's a, who's a fanboy? There's very well, few I mean, fanboy they... directors. I mean, John Favreau is still committed to other things, and uh, Joss Whedon is pretty much Marvel's yeah, life he... now. Well, I mean, like they could get a young, up and coming director. It's really going to. I think, really, honestly, here it's going since they've already got the actors. It's going to really, really, really fall on who. Who writes this and who adapts this? I know, but you know, Brian Singer's back on oh. Marvel again ever since uh, ever since uh, Warner Brothers didn't back him completely on Superman Returns. Yeah. Oh man, there's a rumor that Ben Affleck was supposed to be chosen for for the director. No, uh, no, it's not happening. It's not happening. But that was a rumor. But yeah, it's a uh, Brian Singer is now working on X Men: Days of Future Past. Oh wow. Excellent. One of my favorite books. It's a, like, one, one uh, yeah, of Mar the Marvel, X-Men Marvel, really. ever. The one that really brought in the modern age X-Men. Has anyone ever read Days of Future Past? A long time ago. Okay. But, well, that's, yeah, it was, uh, it, it was that's in my, a... my friend's uh, collection, so. Well, I think I'm off for the night. Well, All morning, right. day for me. But uh but it was awesome talking with y'all and if you do a Gurren Logan show, definitely invite me for that because I friggin' love Gurren Logan. Sounds good to me. Alright. And it was good talking with you too, Chew. Yeah, it was nice talking to you too. It's like I don't know, I felt we should have talked more at the donation thing because it was it's oh, an odd yeah. coincidence that now we're kinda it's working in the same circles or something now. <laughs> yeah, it was it was kind of hard being able to talk and you know type and draw at the same time. And but uh, but definitely let's uh let's definitely get more in touch or something like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right. Merry Christmas, y'all. If I don't talk, well, I know I'll talk to you and Ben, ben and uh, Neil soon. And Chew, come by the IRC if you want to. All right. We'll do. All right, I'll talk right. to y'all later. All right, good night, Kitty Hawk. Night.